Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Mosby Building Arts and Aqua Systems. With additional support from Seniors Home Care and the Missouri Athletic Club. And now, here's your host, Rich Orris. All right, good Saturday afternoon, and welcome to Right at Home with Rich. And for exactly one hour, I am here to help you with all your home's needs, whether it's remodeling projects, DIY projects, any issues you may be having around the home, any thoughts or concerns you may want to discuss about remodeling projects or the remodeling industry altogether. I am here for one hour today, so give me a call. We can talk about any of these topics with you, 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. So got a lot planned, a lot in store for you today. want to talk about some DIY project types, big, small, everything in between. We've got uh, maybe some fireplace designs. Removing load-bearing walls is always a really good common question and topic we have going on. Um, painting concrete will be a big part of the show and maybe some outdoor living spaces if we get to that also. But I really want to hear from you and we can talk about any of these topics with you or anything going on around your home. One more time, call in, get in on the conversation, 314 314- 241-9797. And of course, halfway through the show, my hack today is about that painting concrete topic. So there is absolutely more to that than you may think. So stay tuned for that. We may just stop you guys from making some mistakes during your next concrete painting project. So, but my goal today here is to help everybody, help your home, help your life, everything about you today with me one last time you can give me a call and get your advice 314-241-9797 and you know kind of kind of starting off i want to explain you know there's a lot of this kind of phone stuff video chat stuff you know with the covid with with everything going on a lot more is actually like this show now it's more you know call talk try and figure things out up front so this you know this past week i actually 
started having some uh, headaches and some some pain on the left side of my head, and I started, you know, calling my doctor one one afternoon, and they got a nurse on the line, asked some questions. They got the nurse practitioner. We kind of talked, we kind of described and and talked about what exactly was happening. Um, figured out what was going on and, and they got me some medication and everything prescribed, did it all in conversations right there over the phone, just like we can do for you today with your house. Call in, we talk about it. I'll ask some questions back, try and see if we can diagnose and maybe give you some, you know, really good advice on anything going on with your home or any projects or anything you're thinking about taking on or going through and doing and you know speaking of taking on projects and doing things yourself kind of the the do-it-yourself type projects and stuff you know zillow i just read an article that zillow put out um, that was really pretty interesting you know they were kind of talking about you know people stuck in their homes of course trying to get into a, a lot of these projects and just trying to get over being caught up in your home and getting some improvements done so not only are we very busy as companies remodeling and things like that because of that but a lot of diy projects going on and they were kind of analyzing the size and, and you know what type of projects you know are good for people to take on you know whether small big or anything in between so and, and some of the things they looked into you know and kind of like Many homeowners out there, you know, they've been you've been thinking about these improvement projects. Um, you you try and get them going, but you kind of come up short. And where most people come up short is on the time and then the inspiration to kind of figure it out. But you know, don't feel bad. The of the interviews that they did, about 43% of homeowners said their biggest challenge around their home improvement is um, finding the time to actually get to it, get the decisions made and, and get it all accomplished. It's just hard to, to have the time to get through everything. So, and a lot of them all agreed that yes, they have all these unfinished pro projects around their home that they're trying to get to and try and get done and everything. So there's all these different size projects that you can, you know, look at doing to improve your home. And there's some small ones and there's some big ones and everything that uh, we can uh, get into kind of advising, not, you know, what could you do the simple, try not to get over your head, all of that. But um, so right now I want to I want to kind of pause here because we've got Mark on the line. He has a question about uh, sealing some bricks. So Anton, can we get Mark on the line? See what he's got going on. Are you with us, Mark? Yes, I am. Hey, thanks yep, for calling in. What do you got? What do you got going on? Well, I, everywhere you see on uh, TV shows, everybody is exposing brick on the interior chimneys and stuff. And uh -huh. I have I would like to do that. One of my concerns is, you know, that's a kind of a porous surface and it's kind of a dirty surface and rough. And I mean, is there something you put on that to seal it so that when you go to clean it, you know, you're not just making a big mess or just wiping the dust around and not really cleaning it 
I see it a lot of times in kitchens, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, you know, kitchen grease and stuff. So how do you, what do you seal that brick with, to, so that you can clean it from time to time, and even just dust the cobwebs off and stuff. Sure, absolutely. Um, so as far as getting it exposed and cleaning it up, and you know, controlling that dust and stuff, that's going to be a whole nother job in itself, and there's not going to be too much you can do for that initial phase of exposing the brick but yes once you have it exposed there are sealers out there that you can put on that brick and you know what i would recommend is they make sealers that are more of like a, a silicon base like a silicone type of okay. product basically it uh -huh. means you don't see them it, it actually gets it wet soaks into the pores of the mortar and the brick and then it kind of protects so you still might get a little bit of fine dust and stuff on the surface but your pores are kind of filled up so you won't get a lot of it coming through from the inside and that will definitely help you know clean that up as it remains exposed in your house and keep it nice and you know everything for you as it remains exposed in your house the other type of sealer they're going to have for it and you know might be a little bit better if it's like right behind your range or something like that is more of a surface coat sealer kind of like a roll-on paint on brush on type sealer that sealer you're going to see and it's going to show like a sheen it doesn't okay. look as nice because you kind of know it's there and it makes it kind of shiny, but might be a little bit better for grease and things like that right behind a range. Um, okay. if the kitchens, If the exposed walls on the side or the back of the kitchen away from the actual cooking surface, then I would just consider sticking with that soak in, you know, pour fill, filling kind of silicone sealant to uh, just help keep that brick clean and everything for you. So Okay. And we, you know, the chimney then goes on up through the roof and attic and then outside. So you don't have to worry about, like, maybe moisture traveling down the brick and stuff if everything is sealed yes. up pretty good outside and all. You, you do have to worry about that moisture. But if everything's sealed up, you basically use that same sealer on the outside, too, to keep okay. that moisture and that water from soaking in and running down and you want to make sure your chimney cap all that masonry stuff outside is in good shape to keep that water out of it or else you'll start seeing that that white film we call efflorescence kind of coming through that brick on the interior so seal it inside to keep it clean seal it outside to keep that water and moisture and everything out of there so um hey i okay. really appreciate the call mark excellent question we got to get to our first break here but i'll get into some more of those diy projects when we return and we'll take some more of your calls when we return so we'll be right back call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back and having a great time here. Got a great question from Mark about the brick, about, you know, sealing that exposed brick. You know, what should you do to that inside your home? And, you know, another thing that can be done that really to kind of kind of help with that dust issue and all that but and soften the look of that brick if you've got that you know deep dark red or red and orange brick um, and there's you can whitewash paint that brick there's something called lime washing where it kind of just it doesn't take all the color of the brick away but it will you know, mix it in, blend it in, get some whites in there with it and really just kind of soften it. So it's not such a hard, you know, dark color for you, but like that whitewashing too would kind of help keep some of that dust and stuff inside of that brick and not let a lot of that out because brick, masonry, concrete, all that literally produces dust with it, open basements everything there you know just it all produces dust so there's ways like that that <clears throat> excuse me you can you know help control that um, and this could actually help with the the look of the home and everything too and you know in doing that at the same time and and you know maybe this is the type of project that you know, you, you feel good enough yourself in going into and saying, you know, read about it, learn about it, you know, try some sample stuff. And maybe it's something that you feel like you could actually, you know, tackle yourself in, in thinking of all these different, you know, types of projects, size projects, you know, what projects are really good for you in order to, you know, what can you do, what can't you do, and what can really help improve the house and, and help the value of the home and everything. And, you know, there's down to simply, you know, some big, when we look at like beginner type projects, you know, get into something really simple, but has a pretty good impact. Um, and that, you know, the fixtures around your home, you know, new faucets, getting into, you know, replacing the kitchen faucet, the bathroom faucets, getting something, you know, a bit more stylish and a bit more dramatic in there to really, you know, it can have such an effect on the look of the rest of the home. Light fixtures and, and switches are absolutely the same way you know changing out your light fixtures this is something that you know is on that you know zillow in that article kind of had it on that beginner's list of you know some of the more simple things to do and it is amazing what you know just the switches when you change to a decora style a better looking put dimmers in so you can control the light a little bit better all of that it really can make 
a dramatic difference, you know, inside the house for you and everything. So smart technology upgrades they they have, you know, on that beginner's list also. So when you look at uh, the cameras, the smart doorbell camera, you know, light switches controlling the lights, Wi-Fi devices, things like that. That's a good beginner learn, but it's a big improvement, you know, to your house. So, you know, smart locks, um, having a, a home hub like the Amazon, Google, things like that, Nest, things that actually control things in your house. You can control those, you know, thermostats and smart lights and, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. And it really is a good improvement into the value, you know, of that home. So when they kind of started looking at the list of now, let's, you know, get into some intermediate projects, some kind of middle of the road on hard and skill level set. So I was a little bit surprised that, you know, they, they did have on the list cabinet refresh, um, updating the kitchen. Um, now this is, I might personally move that more to a little bit harder level myself for, uh, you know, DIY people that haven't really done anything, but, um, it is on the list of, you know, changing your door and drawer pulls isn't too, too hard. Painting your cabinets, that too there, I mean, that's a process. And I kind of, I warn everybody with, with wood cabinets, you know, it is a bigger job than you think. So really look into it before you take that on yourself. Um, but it can make a very dramatic difference in your home. So another thing on that intermediate list is barn doors. So, you know, switching out a traditional door to a barn door style, it is really a magnificent look. People really, really love it. It will draw a big improvement in the house and, uh, you know, later on down the road for, you know, that's a great return on investment piece there on what you put out for that, especially if you have the ability, you know, to do that yourself where you're only, you know, paying for the materials. It's a really, really, you know, good look and kind of looking at, you know, sticking in that style, but getting into some more little advanced projects, you know, look at uh, like board and batten stuff inside the house or inside that room, you know, reclaimed wood walls, um, doing beadboard on the ceiling, you know, things like that can really go with that barn door style and really just make a huge improvement on, you know, what you're tackling around the house and, and you know, the value and what people would love to see in there. Um, a garden shed was on that list. Um, and that, you know, kind of like building a small little house. Yeah, I could see why that's you know, up there in a little bit more, you know, of an advanced project. Um, and another one they had on there that um, definitely I would say is on that advanced list. And I'd love to, you know, hear from anybody that's maybe tried this out themselves, um, but heated floors, 
you know, so putting in your own floors and everything, well, adding that heat to your bathroom floor, you know, with that, you can buy those kits. They can make them to the room size. And heated floors make a dramatic improvement, you know, to the overall home. And, you know, people really, that's a great return on investment. And it's definitely, I could see why it's 100% on that advanced list for sure. So if you've done anything like this, tried anything like this, if these things are on your list, if you have any questions about anything like this, we got half the show left. Feel free to get in on it with me. Give me a shout. 314-241-9797. Love to hear from you. We'll have my hack and, and much more to come when we return. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's now time for Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, so here we go. Right at Home Hack. So I was talking to a client of mine last week and they were asking about painting and epoxy coating on their garage floor. And after talking about it a little bit and really talking about the prep work and what it takes to prepare the concrete and what you really got to go through and do to really make that, you know, be installed well and have a lot of lasting value out of it. I thought, you know, what a perfect topic to share with all my loyal listeners, because this is definitely, you know, a big DIY thing. And there's a lot to be said with this stuff, you know, peeling up later. And I get a lot of those questions like, why isn't this, you know, sticking down? Why is this peeling up? So there's so much into it. So when you're looking into painting your, your concrete floor or doing the epoxy coating on your garage floor, one of the first things you really got to think about is, 
Um, is your concrete sealed? Is there any type of sealer on it? So that sealer can actually make that that paint not adhere properly so you know to look at that drip some small amounts of water in different various locations around the floor and just see if it beads up if it does you've probably got a sealer on there and and this you know paint might not stick really well to that so um, if you've got any type of paint on there already you know, anything uh, that's not bonded well previously, if you're going over top of it, it has to go away. Everything is absolutely as good as its base. Um, another thing to think about and another reason these things happen is uh, moisture content in the concrete so do you have any is it turning to moisture vapor and coming through and you just don't know so the way to find that out is to take like a two foot by two foot plastic sheet tape that down all four edges to the garage floor leave it there for about 24 hours and see if any water droplets appear on the back side of that uh, plastic and if it does you've got some pretty good moisture vapor coming through that concrete um, so the other thing you're looking for is you know that concrete dust we were just talking about loose or poorly cured concrete or concrete dust you really need to clean up and, and get rid of that stuff well because that dust will make that uh, that paint not stick very well in chip up and peel up later so your steps in getting it done remove any oil or grease spots on the floor not very easy to do on concrete when you've had dripping oil i'm sure you've all tried it and you're like i just can't hardly get that out so that is not an easy task then you got to kind of clean and etch that concrete with some acid um, to to really roughen that up and not real rough but just enough for that paint you know to really really stick once you've been through all of that then you can look at now what type of product are you putting on are you doing like a prime and paint or are you doing the epoxy floor systems that you can purchase and put on there and the big recommendation is whatever you're doing take all the steps do them thoroughly read the instructions thoroughly do everything that they're saying to try and get good lasting value out of that product. So it's really more important what you do beforehand and what that base is like than really what you put on top of it sometimes. So hopefully that will help you out on your next project of getting that garage floor painted and looking nice for your uh vehicles and your garages in there so and you know kind of getting a little more depth into that concrete you know when we get asked all these questions and you know we're constantly seeing these these concrete paint jobs you know coming up and having issues and getting asked about it and it really is you know it, it happens so much it's when, whenever you have these issues, I always ask, you know, who did it? And it's either, well, it was there before, so I don't know. Or, yeah, it was a DIY project. 
We try to tackle ourselves. And if you don't have the time to really get in there and really take your time and do it well, you know, I would really highly recommend that, you know, some get some professionals to do this right and get it in a really good way that will really, you know, last for you. So when we look at, you know, the list of when it is peeling, why is it peeling? What went wrong? You know, what happens to it? Well, that, uh, you know, a poor surface profile is, is one of the biggest ones. And basically that's what is the concrete like? What is that top layer of concrete like? Is it set up well? Is it, you know, if it has a lot of little fine hair cracks and stuff in it, you know, it may not be a really, really good surface. And, you know, so how that surface is done before this epoxy stuff goes on is just so vital. So sometimes you might even get into grinding instead of etching to really get, you know, a good surface that you can paint, you know, on and get that to stick really, really well. The second thing, as always, is moisture. Moisture is always the biggest thing, you know, coming through, whether it's concrete walls, concrete floors, block walls. Everybody's, you know, trying to put that on and hold moisture back and they buy the dry lock paint and things like that. But if you're not secured underneath, if you don't have the right surface, it's not going to matter. You know, you have too much moisture in there. It's just, it's not going to work as well as if, you know, it was set up well in advance. So the oil and contaminants is a big thing. And, you know, another big DIY kind of mishap with doing this yourself is, the acid etching residue being left on the surface and not understanding how well to clean this floor up once you've done the acid etching. And if there's a kind of calcium buildup underneath there from the etching and it leaves a film there, you're going to have that stuff peeling up later. There's, there's almost absolutely, you know, no question that, and that's, another you know big mistake and then you know not knowing if your concrete is sealed or not is another big you know kind of reason that those things kind of go bad you know um, in the future so and of course a soft concrete surface could be another reason that you know it's really just not bonding well um, it's just too soft of a surface way, you know, and it's just not going to bond real well to it. So these are a lot of the reasons. So again, that big, you know, tip at the end would be to really go through, get n number one is get a good garage floor kit. The, the cheaper ones are probably not going to work as well. Read into them, read the reviews you know, check into all that stuff because sometimes getting into those, those cheaper kits and everything could be another reason that, you know, it's just not lasting in the end. It may not be as good as some of them out there. So, you know, the big mistakes happening when people do this is not preparing that floor properly, you know, not 
taking all the steps and not doing that, you know, not testing for that moisture, really find out if you get a lot of moisture, man, it might be time to look around the outside of the garage and really say, okay, why am I getting so much moisture? How's the grading? How's the landscaping? How's the actual driveway? Is it sloping the right way? Are the gutters going, you know, 10 feet or more away from the house? We see a lot of them where they end right at the corner of the garage onto the driveway and it's just dumping right in between the slabs of the driveway and the garage and just running down and now you've got all this water from the roof you know getting underneath that garage slab so look testing for the moisture but then looking for what is why is it there and what can i do about it is there something you know that can really help out um, another big thing is follow those instructions, you know, faulty mixing of that epoxy, not getting it done right, taking the time that it needs and really mixing well, or maybe not buying the mixers that connect to your drill that can really mix it up properly or something like that could be another reason that that stuff just kind of, you know, starts going bad at later on. And then when do you do this? What's the humidity like? What's the temperature like? You want to really read up on that and make sure you get it done at an adequate time. You don't want to be, you know, raining outside or something. Or if you did, you, you got to try and control that humidity as you do it or let it set up longer, you know, things like that. So there can be a lot that really goes into this to get this right. And I would invite everybody, call the professionals. We do everything big and small and everything in between. Obviously, I'm, you know, we'll do this for this client. We have our own painting division. We have our own people. They're all employees of Mosby Building Arts. So I do invite everybody for all these tasks, huge, big remodels, you know, small things, fixing things, anything you need done, feel free to give us a call and check out Mosby Building Arts, 314-909-1800. Or you can find us online at callmosby.com. C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y dot com and check it all out. So we're going to get into our final break here. And right before we go, I just want to remind everybody we got time for one last call in there. So if you have anything on your mind, give me a shout 314-241-9797 and we'll get to you when we return. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back, and man, this is like every time my favorite hour of the week goes by so fast. Love being able to help everybody out. Love getting good information out there. So uh, we have actually have Joan on the line has uh, another painting question for us. So Joan, are you uh, with us? Yes, I am. Oh, ah, thanks. Hi. Thanks for calling in. What are you What yeah. are you thinking about? Well. Uh, I, I downsized and I bought this older home and it does have a nice patio in the backyard that goes right up to the house and the house has a pretty large 
uh, bit of concrete before the brick. And uh, when we sit outside there, um, we're looking at the concrete, but there's also a huge black, um, like I guess they taped a big crack, and it's kind of uh, weeded, um, kind of a weave, and it, it, it wraps around. So I guess they, you know, um, they fix the big crack. But that's okay. black, kind of a black tape. You probably know what I'm talking about, but I don't really know. Yeah, but, is it um, about a 10 inches wide or a foot wide, maybe? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I got it wraps you. around, wraps around kind of to the door and to the walk down. And, um, and so I want to uh, want to paint that and, and all along there, the concrete, um, and disperse it up. And we wanted to match the concrete that's there. Uh, just I didn't know uh, if there was, we should prep it or when I turned you on and, and I thought I just thought I could go to Home Depot and, and they would tell me what paint to buy. But I just thought well, I was listening and thinking, well, I'm just going to ask you. Yes, no, absolutely, because getting that, that paint to stick. So the, the crack that you're talking about um, mm-hmm. that, that has been repaired, that's a carbon fiber um, epoxy coating. So that okay. is, that's a good thing on there. It's kind of like um, if you put a, a Band-Aid over your knuckle when your finger's straight and then you try and bend your finger, it really won't bend very well because the, the tape, you know, that Band-Aid, the tape's kind of holding it. And that's kind of what that repair does is it really epoxies very well. And when they do that, they usually grind that area a little bit with like a diamond grinder. So they really get that surface good and rough so -hmm. that it really, that epoxy sticks very, very well. So that's a pretty good way to hold that. Um, so as far as painting, you can paint over that and you can paint over the rest of the concrete. Obviously you'll still see that it's there, but it'll just be a different color. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, I would take all those steps that we were talking about to just check into that concrete and clean that concrete up. So, you know, first put some water on there, do put like some droplets and see if it soaks in right away. Or if that droplet kind of sits there like a water droplet. And if it does, it means you've got a really, really good sealer on it. And it's probably going to be, you know, difficult to get paint to stick to that. You might want to do like a a stripper first, almost like stripping off the gloss, you know, off of a cabinet door before you paint it, like a paint type of stripper system first. Okay. um, to, To try and get most of that sealer out of there. Um and then outside, I mean, the testing for moisture, you're, you're, if moisture happens, it's just going to happen. You really just want to try and make sure that it's sloping the right way and that water's going the right direction. And, you know, because you are outside. So testing for the moisture really isn't going to be, you know, super helpful because you're pretty much there and you're pretty much outside. So you might just have to, to battle that. But um, so... But making sure it's not sealed, where it'll stick well, just making sure it's cleaned up, that there's, you know, isn't any discoloration, stuff like that, you know, really well in doing like the etching or something before you paint. There's like the acid wash kind of, you know, it it roughens the surface a little bit is what it Mm -hmm. does. And it's like a very little bit, like an etch. You don't, you won't even be able to tell it did it 
but it will mm -hmm. do it. And then cleaning that etching off really good so you don't leave any residue behind, you know, then you'll be ready to really put that paint on, you okay. know, whatever the, the paint surface they recommend on top of that. Then I would just go real heavily into follow the instructions of that paint, you know, of what they give okay. you, whether it's a mixed epoxy or if it is a paint, you might want a primer, you know, underneath it. So ask them about that on the different types of, you know, concrete paint out there. But you're okay. looking for, if you're painting, you're looking for like a good, it's called elastomeric, elastomeric um, type paint. And th they should know when you're talking about painting concrete, getting you into something like that, you know, to paint okay. it up. But that, that. You know, everything we do is as good as that base. So the, okay. the better you get that concrete underneath, the better off you'll be and the longer that paint will last mm -hmm. on that concrete for you. So Okay. And that okay. theory applies to everything. Roofs, right. siding, you know, all that stuff. Um, okay. All the time. So, all right. Sound okay, good? thank you so much. Uh -huh. You thank are you. very welcome. Thanks for calling, mm -hmm. and good luck in getting that painted. And I hope uh, the steps work, and it lasts a really long time for you. So, yeah, um, thanks for the information. Yeah. Bye. No problem whatsoever. Bye. Um, and, yeah, that's, you know, it's so important when we look at anything, almost anything in construction, you know, even, you know, roofing, you know, I talk all the time about the siding and what do you do underneath? How do you wrap it? How do you flash it? What are some of the newer products? Are they as good, you know, really as um, some of the older systems that really keep the water out, stuff like that? You know, roofs on top of roofs, just it just shortens that life system of that new roof you're putting on. So always think about the base that's underneath what you're about to do when you perform work like this and when you're thinking about doing a project like this. And again, I, I would definitely invite anybody, have us out, have me out, look at some of these projects for you. I think you'll really, really enjoy and like what we do, like the experience and, and the information you know, that's your given. So feel free to, to give us a, a look up at Mosby. You can check us out on our website at callmosby.com. When you're there, you can go on and you can, you know, set up appointments and, and chat with people and get things set up that way. So you can do it at your convenience at the middle of the night, whatever you need, um, or just call our line 314-909-1800 and get something set up for you and we we do everything for you so i would definitely say include us in that and check us out you won't be disappointed so for everybody else out there i uh, had a great time appreciate the couple calls and i will look at talking to everybody next week have a good week everyone this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.